Welcome to Real Ghost Chatter. I'm Marianne Paul, America's Lady of Supernatural Thrillers. Today, our guest is Gordon Parker. Gordon was born in Louisiana and moved to Alaska when he was 12. He calls Anchorage his hometown, but remains very close to Louisiana. His first career was in broadcast journalism. From there, he moved into politics, working as a lobbyist on behalf of small rural telecommunications companies in both Juneau and Washington, D.C. He also served as chief of staff, excuse me, as chief staff officer for a major trade association and even owned a movie theater in Nome, Alaska. Gordon's first novel, The Empty Mint Mystery, is set in Louisiana. The second, Neighbors and Other Strangers, swerves through San Francisco. The third, A Shooting at Ock Bay, brings his main characters to Alaska. Future novels will see them sharing their time between homes in New Orleans and Anchorage. You can find Gordon's books at authormasterminds.com forward slash Gordon dash Parker. So Gordon, I understand you've had at least one ghostly encounter. Well, good morning, Marianne. And good and, uh... morning. Uh, yes, I, I did. I, I do have a story to tell, and, I, and I'm still somewhat uh, mystified by it all. <laughs> and I have to confess that uh, prior to this event, which occurred, oh, sometime in the, between 95 and the year 2000, somewhere in the late 90s, I was always a cynic. Mm-hmm. And people who express belief in ghosts and spirits and some otherworldly things, I, I, uh, I just thought, nah, I, I think they're, I think they're wrong or whatever. Right. Um, and then I had this experience, and I'm telling you, it changed my mind. <laughs> you seem to Here's do that for people. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, my ex-father-in-law, my father-in-law at the time, uh, died. Mm. He was sort of a grouchy old guy, and we didn't really l- much like each other. But that's all right. I went uh, back to Louisiana with my then wife, and uh, of course we paid him honors and went through the service and the burial. And we were staying at his house, which is a ramshackle old farmhouse and um, there was one heck of a storm broke out that night I mean rained hard thunder lightning like you never saw before and I remember thinking to myself yeah they're welcoming that old man someplace (laughs) Um, but anyway three four o'clock in the morning I woke up and I had to obey a call of nature so I went down the hall and when I came out of the bathroom, the, the bathroom entered into a short hallway and to my right in that, at the end of that short hallway, there was a sort of a, I don't know, a utility room, I guess. I think it had been at one time his wife's sewing room and I don't know what all they used it for, but just, you know, one of those rooms that old houses had. Mm-hmm. And, uh, just as I stepped out the door, there was a tremendous flash of lightning. It lit up the entire house. Mm. And I looked to my right, and there was that old man. Mm. God, you sure you weren't in a horror movie, right? 
<laughs> I, that's kind of, I didn't know what to think, but I mean, it was him. It was him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm not hysterical. I believe what I see. Right. And there he was. And frankly, he looked about as surprised to see me as I was to see him and probably no happier. <laughs> uh, but there he was. Mm-hmm. And then the, you know, the lightning was over and uh, he disappeared. Wow. And I thought, oh man, what's wrong with me? Mm -hmm. I just saw my reflection in the full length mirror in there. Mm -hmm. And so I went back to bed and didn't give it another thought. Next morning got up and you know, there was uh, several members of the family had come in for the services and I was sitting around having coffee with people and uh, something reminded me of that and i said y'all not gonna believe this and i told him the story and i said and then i realized that um that it was just my reflection in the full-length mirror and they all sort of got quiet and looked at each other and finally one of them said gordon there is not a full-length mirror in that room <laughs> and i thought it's wrong, it's gotta be wrong. I went back and sure enough, there was no mirror. So what I clearly saw was that old man. Wow. And uh, that changed my thinking. I, I still am not clear. I don't understand uh, uh, these sorts of things. But now the difference now is I understand that I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> This is the truth. There, I don't think anyone understands these experiences at all. Yeah. But it's a matter I, yeah. of knowing. I mean, look at your career. I This is what I look at, your career and all the logical moves you made in your career. Except maybe the movie theater. No, I'm kidding. Um, but <laughs> that was a fun one. That was really a fun that one. That would have been the fun one. No, Alaska. Anyway, we won't go there, right? Um, but, you know, when we... When I look at your background, and it's not like you're a hysterical person. You're more of a logical person. <laughs> and yeah, so yeah. when you saw something, I can understand why you would, you know, I would imagine your first reaction was exactly that, what's wrong with me? <laughs> so, yeah. You know, I, it, it was, yes. it, was, it was just, it was amazing. Just totally amazing. It really is. And it's really <laughs> fun, it, you know, to look back on not to be in the middle of. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to go through it again. <laughs> but you know, I mean, clearly, there was something there that that I cannot explain, but I saw it. Right. I understand and, that. And you know, and, and as you say, I'm not a hysterical person. I'm a fairly logical person. I I believe what my eyes show me. Right. Right. And uh, that's what I do they too. You know, I've had that kind of experience, but not with seeing, but my mom, when she passed away, I was really worried about her. You know, it, this was like in 1985 and um, I was very worried about her. So literally I was just, I remember walking into a bathroom or something and saying out loud, something like, if, if you're okay, mom, would you let me know, you know? Well, I didn't think anything of it. We all think that when we're grieving, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> next thing I know, my brother-in-law starts singing Camp Town Ladies. You know that song, Camp Town Ladies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do da do da. That was one of my mother's favorite, favorite songs. And, and I knew, I knew, I knew right in then and there 
that she was fine. <laughs> it's like, that was the weirdest experience. Um, and he he is a logical person too. And I, where that, why in the middle of grieving, he would come out with that song. <laughs> Nobody could you know, understand. <clears throat> I, I had forgotten about this and I don't know if this even makes sense or not, but uh, uh, I lost my best, my two best friends a couple of years ago, one of whom was this wonderful little black and white puppy who was my constant Aww. companion. I remembered her pictures. It's yeah. She, like, oh, she's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, and such a such a sweet baby girl. Mm -hmm. And then my uh, guy has probably been my closest friend. We met when uh, we were ten years old. Mm. He had passed away just a few weeks before that. And so when Molly left us, uh, and, and my friend had a unique way of with words and the way he talked. Mm -hmm. I recognize his voice and his, and his phrasing anywhere. And um, so I was feeling pretty down when, when I lost Molly. Mm -hmm. And I just remember thinking, well, R, he was called RJ, but I always called him by his first name, R. <laughs> um, <laughs> Said, well, Arm, sending you a sweet little girl today. Hope you take care of her. You know, just like that, not really meaning anything about it. And out of the blue, I hear his voice saying, oh, I will. Aw, isn't that just amazing? And then you jump uh, about 40 well, feet. How did you react to that one? <laughs> well, I just, uh, I just uh, kind of was real quiet for a while. But uh, I mean, it was the way he, he, that's the way he would answer the question without mm -hmm. doubt. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. so every time I I think about my Molly, I think uh, R is taken care of. And that is such a wonderful little story. I love it. Um, yeah. I've I've had those experiences, and those are kind of shocking to me when I hear something as opposed to um, anything else. And I don't do that very. It doesn't happen to me very often. And it's only happened like in my sleep usually. You know. <laughs> so then you jump about 40 feet thinking somebody's calling your name and it's like your <laughs> it's like your dad going Marianne and it's like oh my gosh <laughs> I'm up I'm up what's going on <laughs> so but um that is a, those are both wonderful little stories and I guess my question would be before we end is what advice would you give a person who has a supernatural encounter who is like you and a skeptic right or was I, I would just say open your mind Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't, you know, you don't have to understand it. That's right. Uh, and, and, and I still don't understand it, but I tell you what, I'm not cynical about it anymore. <laughs> and, um, you know, I mean, you hear people tell stories all the time and, and some of them are, are, are just bull. Right. Uh, but, I, you know, I got an open mind now. I, you know, who knows? Well, I have a hard time. I mean, I think you can tell the difference between somebody who's, you know, present and who isn't <laughs> in terms yeah. of a person telling their story. But um, but it's such a new field and for people to finally start opening up about yeah. that um, it makes us all feel a little crazy when we tell our stories, you know, because um, it is uncomfortable for me to even tell my stories. But yeah. I know what I I know what has happened in my life and thank God it's not every day. You know what I mean? So, um, because yeah, I, there you go. And I, I, well, yeah, if it was every day, I'd start to get a little bit nervous. Well, then I'd be 
talking to a psychiatrist myself at that point just to check my i would be just checking you know check in with somebody who knows <laughs> so, you know I, I lock my door when i go to bed at night but i'm not sure that you can lock your door about things <laughs> no you can't on that kind of stuff yeah <laughs> i know they just come right on in <laughs> but you know but one of my biggest memories of that night was the look on the old man's face and he clearly was just absolutely as unhappy to see me as I was to see him. <laughs> and that's, that's kind of the way it was anytime we met before he passed away. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Did he pass away quickly? Um, yeah, he, yeah, he did. He hadn't, oh. he hadn't, you know, wasn't a long illness or anything. Yeah, he just, he, he was quite elderly. Mm-hmm, right. Uh, I'm not, I don't really recall how old he was, 90, but he was well into his 80s. So, um, yeah, it, it happened very quickly, very suddenly. Yeah, maybe he was just really shocked at all. <laughs> maybe he was just so, so or maybe he was like, surprised uh, to be there. <laughs> maybe he was like looking at you, like, like oh gosh, where did I go? Which, where am I? <laughs> yeah. This is, is this heaven? <laughs> Maybe he thought I was a ghost. You know? <laughs> right? That could be. That's really an interesting thought. That could be. <laughs> it was a great story, though. I love it. Especially the look on his face. That is so funny. That you could see him that clearly is really amazing. Absolutely. Most people Absolutely. do not see him that clearly. He, was, uh, he always wore... Uh, he was an old farmer, you know, uh, raised mm -hmm. horses and... Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, his place was uh, had a lot of acreage. His old house lived on uh, in the country. I mean, mm -hmm. It was uh, uh, placed out in the country, and uh, he always wore um, when he was out on the farm. He always wore overalls, mm -hmm. and he had on those overalls and like mm -hmm. a work shirt, like he always wore when he was on the farm. And wow. wow! So anyway, that's amazing. I really, I really. Just, I think that's fun, and thank you so much for sharing I certainly have enjoyed being here with you. Well, I've enjoyed being with you, too, and, you know, I, um, I am blessed to know you anyway off of our interview here. So that's really, you know, I know that what you're telling me is true, but I know you. So <laughs> it's like... I know, um, and we, we do have a lot of fun, don't we? We do. We really do. And um, I feel really just amazed when I, you know, find these things out that you had this kind of a story. And you I know, guess, I, I, go ahead. I'm not sure I've ever even told anybody that story before. Well, you have now. <laughs> not, yeah, now I told a lot of people. Yeah, you I, have. I maybe I, maybe I did. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I guess I did because there was, I had to because you know we were there with my ex-wife's family. So right, you told yeah, them that. Right, to. told them what happened. Maybe the only time you shared it. Right. Yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. Well, it was a really. I'm. Thank you for sharing it with us. Um. My and I pleasure. guess I'm, I'm going to go with this concludes today's podcast. And I have many thanks to you for sharing this adventure, as I've said, Gordon. If you, um, so if you've enjoyed this podcast, I encourage you to share it with others um, you think would be interested in it. And again, I'm going to uh, mention Gordon's website for his books, which is authormasterminds.com forward slash Gordon, G-O-R-D-O-N dash Parker, P-A-R-K-E-R. -E um, Thank you. You're welcome. And if you people enjoyed this podcast, I encourage you, as I said, to share it. If you'd like to know more about me, go to maryannpaul.com 
and or authormasterminds.com forward slash M-A-R-Y dash A-N-N dash P-O-L-L. Until next time, may the wind always be at your back, the sun on your face, and the good Lord walk beside you. Thank you.